Hello everybody, welcome to episode 8 of the Franchise Marketing Show and this time we're talking all about TikTok and I'm joined today by Laura. Laura, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good, thanks, how are you? Very well, thank you, very well. Um, I suppose the first question is, are you on TikTok? I am. I am on TikTok. I joined, um, like most people, in 2020 during lockdown because, you know, there wasn't anything else to do. Um, I didn't make them until fairly recently. I just used it to look at like watch content um but it's quite good for like showing my singing videos and stuff like that so that's what i use it for but yeah yeah i like it it's very addictive but i do like it yeah it's funny isn't it because like when it first came out i must admit i was relatively skeptical Mm. because i think whenever there's a new social media platform that arrives um i think what we history has kind of told us over the last few years is that facebook and instagram tend to buy them copy them destroy them i suppose snapchat's the kind of best example of that isn't it um snapchat kind of started getting really good traction facebook probably didn't like it probably tried to buy them snapchat said no and then instagram launched stories and kind of um destroyed snapchat and i think i'm always slightly skeptical when these new platforms come along because i worry that businesses will spend loads of time effort building up followings only for the platform to disappear yeah. after a couple of years and all of that time go to waste however it does feel like we're getting into a time now where tiktok's got past that mm. i think it's a very different social media platform mm. than the others yeah. um and i don't think it doesn't feel like t- tiktok is going to be something where facebook can just copy what they do no i don't think so i mean they've tr- so youtube have now got shorts which is like the tiktok alternative for them and um obviously you can upload so instagram have reels which is their version of tiktok and obviously because facebook and instagram are linked you can put your reels on facebook but uh, it still hasn't overtaken it tiktok's still the the number one i think because i i was the same i was a bit sort of dubious about it because there had been sort of platforms like vine and stuff like that where things had started and it had been quite funny and they just fizzled out um and actually quite a lot of the content like comedy content a lot of them are from old vine videos and stuff so they're bringing um, people's content back and but yeah i think i don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon i don't think it is and it's changed hasn't it because i think when it first launched the, the the first i heard of tiktok when it came out i don't know if it was through lockdowns but it was from my son and all of his friends going on tiktok and and creating the videos all the trends around the different yeah. things um him asking if he could download tiktok me looking at it thinking actually i'm not sure he can <laughs> and, that, and that was the first time i looked at it and and at that point i really did think it was a kind of platform i suppose a bit like vine there was trends there was different dances yeah. um and i think at that stage the audience on tiktok probably was quite young and it was targeting or it seemed to be targeting a younger generation but i sense that has changed now and um for the kind of research for this show but also we've had some clients that are using tiktok more um i've spent a bit more time on it i must say i don't really have a profile and i don't um create content on tiktok (laughs) but i've started to realize that it is quite addictive it's very clever at understanding the kind of content you want and you can soon get lost down a rabbit hole of just watching you know more and more content on there yeah and because you're just scrolling you scroll from video to video it's just instantly everything plays instantly automatically so you're just scrolling and by the time you realize it's three hours have gone (laughs) three hours have gone past and all you've done is sat there and scrolled through videos but there are some great content creators out there that i think tiktok is perfect for and has been the perfect platform for sort of launching launching their careers so 
Yeah, and I think this is the thing. So obviously for the show today, we're kind of looking at how TikTok could be relevant for a franchise brand or how a franchise brand could use it, I suppose, either for franchise recruitment marketing or for their own core business marketing. And what I've noticed on TikTok is that there are more and more franchise brands starting to use it. And I think because most people in the sector probably aren't active on TikTok, they're not really seeing what's going on. And I think this is why the show is kind of really timely. We can talk over that. And we have an amazing interview coming up with Ollie from the agency Nonsensical, who are a TikTok agency, who I think have broken down one of the barriers, which I think is probably stopping people. Um, But I've noticed on TikTok recently that there's some really big franchise brands who are engaging with influencers, paying influencers to post videos around franchise recruitment actually kind of breaking down some of the barriers and educating people on what franchising is um which really surprised me when i saw that content on there i didn't think these brands would be on there and i think seeing that made me realize that this is something now that everyone in the sector needs to be looking at i think Mm, yeah definitely and i think and also i've noticed with um businesses that they've started to sort of jump on different sort of viral trends and not been as so like oh this doesn't quite fit with the brand and we're not going to do it like i saw one silly one the other day was virgin atlantic that were doing it and it was a song from high school musical that was trending for some reason um and i was like actually that's really cool because it's engaging you because you know that trend you've seen it on other platforms but actually it's a business doing it and i just thought it's really good for the brand it makes them seem relevant and um presumably gets a lot more traction yeah yeah absolutely and i suppose that this is where the barrier is i think for businesses starting um, on TikTok or committing to TikTok as a platform they're going to um, put content onto. And that's actually creating the content, isn't it? Um, I think, I suppose the best example in franchising, especially here in the UK, that we all know is Anne-Marie from Diddy Dance, who, yeah. um, through lockdown, built a massive following on TikTok and has had great success on there. But she's, of course, brilliant at creating the content. She's a great um, figurehead for the brand. Obviously, Diddy Dance is dancing, so it kind of... it fits very nicely with a lot of the tiktok trends yeah and it tied in nicely with the, when tiktok first started it was predominantly just dance routines so it was per it's the perfect platform for a company like diddy dance to get on board with yeah and i suppose the barrier that i think for a lot of brands and thinking about a lot of the brands we work with is that actually it needs or it feels like it needs someone to create the content and we know with video content or content on social media in general lots of brands are still quite concerned about being on video um, lots of people don't want to put themselves into that position and TikTok's almost like hyper putting yourself out there it's not just creating yeah. a video for LinkedIn talking about your business you're actually really putting yourself out there and and your personality and that I think that's the barrier at the moment of people mm. probably getting started on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And I think you've got to be the type of person that doesn't really mind making a bit of a fool of yourself um, and not taking yourself too seriously and just sort of being like showing a human, more human side of, of your business. And I think you're right. Like having Anne-Marie do her videos is great because she's great at creating content. But I know people are still nervous, even just about, like you said, about doing a video on LinkedIn. I, people are still nervous about doing that. People are nervous about being in front of the camera. Um, so doing silly dances or doing like a couple of second video for TikTok is still going to be quite daunting. Yeah. And I think this is where, um, so our interviews with Ollie and we'll, we'll play it shortly. Um, this is where when I met Ollie and he spoke about his business, I just was like, this is genius because it's breaking down that barrier that businesses have. Um, what he's created is an agency where essentially you work with them to create your TikTok following. And he has a range of people that can create the content for your brand. Um, 
and it just suddenly when he spoke about his business i just thought of all the brands that could use that type of service so um we'll go into the interview of ollie i think you're really going to enjoy it i think he's someone who has taken the platform tiktok and all the opportunities it has and has um created a product that allows any brand to kind of build a following on there so i hope you enjoy the interview um, this is ollie from nonsensical Ollie, thanks for joining us on the show. Firstly, if you just tell us who you are and what you do. Cool. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for having me on. So my name is uh, is Ollie Hills. Uh, so I'm CEO at Nonsensical, and we're a TikTok marketing agency and publisher. Excellent. Uh, so how did you hear about TikTok to start with, and then how did you hear about the opportunity that you've really sort of set up within your agency? Yeah, good question. So we've always worked on on social. We've always had. Um, our own publications online. Um, you could call it an influencer, but it's a, a faceless page. So we we owned and operated uh, Birmingham Updates, um, which was a localized community. We have uh, 800,000 followers across the kind of core social media channels. Um, then lockdown hit, we, we lost the majority of our revenue. Um, generally, we worked with leisure, retail, hospitality brands, as you can imagine. Um, so that was, that was kind of a big... Uh, a big eye opener for us, really. And that was when TikTok just really started to fly. Um, we obviously saw all the uh, the dancing videos um, being shared onto the likes of Instagram, and it was just wild. Um, and it was that point that we I, I met um, my now business partner, Sam. He, he actually founded a community called Best of Bristol, very similar to Birmingham Updates. They had 200,000 odd followers, um, both literally in the same position. So we, we kind of meeting of minds really connected and, and we saw this massive opportunity with with TikTok and from that point forward we we knew that um, just from speaking to, to clients and, and trying to be as supportive as possible during lockdown and doing free social media audits and that kind of thing the majority of customers and, and brands and, and whatnot were comfortable with Facebook and Instagram I think they'd got to a position where they could upload a couple of graphics, they could do photography, the odd video they were comfortable at, at, at um, creating and, and distributing. But when you talked about TikTok, they just had no idea, A, what it was and how powerful it could be, but B, how the hell do I actually do this for my brand? And it was that opportunity that we spotted and, and kind of pivoted the agency at that point and just focused in on, on TikTok. Um, and then what what is it that Nonsensical does? Like how, so how does it work? And then... Um... Uh, how does the whole process work? Yeah, good question. So we've got two sides of the business. The first side is um, is we are still a publisher. Um, the, the, the issue we have in the world of social media is that the barrier to entry is quite low for an agency. So from our perspective, we always wanted to prove that we could do it ourselves. And we had that mindset with Birmingham Updates and Best of Bristol. So we thought, well, why don't we replicate that mindset on TikTok? So we, we went out to the team and we said, what's the something you're interested in what's the most random thing you can think of almost and uh, a, a lady in our team Izzy she said oh mythology love mythology well like, right okay well go and create a TikTok account all about mythology so we started it up 12 months ago endless mythology the account's called it's now at 260,000 followers which is unbelievable um, and then Izzy came to us again and said I'm really passionate and committed to, to the LGBT community. Is there anything I can do on TikTok? And we were like, absolutely, you are a wizard. Um, so she launched Endless Pride. That was in December. We're now at 80,000 followers and actually the biggest Pride account on TikTok at the moment, which is absolutely incredible. So 
on that side of things, we're community builders. We do that for ourselves. We have um, a dedicated resource within the team to just build communities. We've recently launched endless scenes for like film reviews, and we've just launched endless trivia as well. So we have one side of the business that's purely publishing, purely creating content in our own communities. And then we bring the expertise through to clients. So we will do everything from strategy on how brands can get started on TikTok. We will do training, um, which again is a, a, bit, a big thing. Um, but also we will manage whole accounts. And one of the biggest things we noticed when companies were talking about how do I get started on TikTok was they never really had uh, a member of the team or someone who was confident, uh, conf confident and comfortable being on camera. So we went away and we thought, well, let's go and solve this problem. So we created this thing called TikTok On Demand, where we now have a roster of people really comfortable at creating content, almost presenters, actors almost, who can turn around content within kind of three to four hours. So what we will do is we will write briefs based on what's trending or more proactive content that we want to create, send it out to one of our presenters. They will create the content, fire it back to us, get approval and, and off it goes. So, yeah. All aspects of TikTok, both on a publisher side and, and now as a, as a kind of client side and supporting them with their growth on TikTok. So you mentioned presenters there. Um, is that for businesses who don't really want to show their faces on TikTok? Um, so do you like appoint presenters to their profile? Is that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So again, but you've got to think about business continuity. If you're an influencer, if you're a persona, you, you are the face of your own profile. When it comes to a company... If you leverage everything on one person and that person decides to up and leave, there's no continuity. So having a variety of presenters is really important. The other thing we, we can do is actually there are probably people within your team who want to jump on TikTok. It's a bit of like relief. They enjoy creating content. It's something that maybe even a passion or a hobby, but they just need a little bit of support. They need a little bit of guidance. Like how do I set up my camera? How do I operate TikTok to, to create the content? And in that respect, we can actually write briefs and storyboards and scripts and actually hand it over to, to the team themselves to create internally. Then we're just there as kind of a support network. We can sign off content. We can provide feedback. So if brands did want to create the content internally, they can use us just for our brains of how TikTok works and storyboarding. Or if they say, actually, I haven't got anyone internally to create we have this bank of presenters that we can call upon at any time. That's, su that's such a good idea. Um, how do businesses approach you? Um, what kind of businesses is it that approach you? So um, in preparation for this, I've set up two TikTok accounts. So there's one for um, my business at a video show and then one for this show, the franchise marketing show. So what it's just a sort of clips from each show. So clips from interviews and clips from um, the studio sessions before either side of it. Um, and it's really interesting to see sort of how TikToks work. So what kind of brands do you think are perfect for TikTok? Um, so within the, the franchise industry, I've learned this over the last week or so, is that a lot of the brands within the franchise industry are kids' activities association. And I think that's purely because of the people that are using TikTok and that's perfect for their target audience. Um, so how can other brands go about using TikTok as well? Yeah, good question. So I think there's a couple of, couple of layers to that. Um, and obviously... People still think uh, TikTok is just kids dancing. That was, yeah, that was my impression it's, a week ago, but it's, it's really not. It's it's unbelievable. And uh, funny enough, on day of recording, I posted on LinkedIn th this morning um, that Peter Jones, one of the dragons from Dragon's Den, has literally just launched his TikTok account. And I 
a little bit naughtily just posted on LinkedIn saying, why is Peter Jones on an app that's just kids dancing, right? And giving business advice. What's that all about? Um, So TikTok has evolved. It's evolved massively. The fact that we've got 260,000 people obsessed with Zeus and Thor following one of our communities, nothing to do with kids dancing, obviously, just shows the breadth, the niche audiences that you can create on the platform. Just some headline stats. So obviously there's a billion app downloads globally. There's 23 million plus monthly active users in the UK. Um, 44% of those are over the age of 25. The fastest growing age demographic on TikTok is over 55 year olds. The average watch time on YouTube uh, on TikTok is 85 minutes per day, which is now longer than YouTube. And uh, I read somewhere, and I will get the the article so you can link to this because there's actually more searches on YouTube on TikTok. Sorry, I keep saying YouTube on TikTok last year than Google. So people are using TikTok for a variety of purposes. So I went to Paris recently and I would normally go on Google and say, where should I go in Paris? But all of a sudden you just get TripAdvisor and it's a load of naff things because it's just rubbish and too big now. So I just went on TikTok and I was like, well, what to do in Paris? And there were people creating content, showing like green screens of, oh, you should go here. This is what it looks like. So I actually used TikTok as a discovery platform through search for somewhere I was going to go. So... I think just understanding how TikTok has grown and how people actually use and operate on the platform is really powerful. So when it comes to brands that can operate or or franchises that can actually work on the platform, the reality is it could be anything. What it's really important is to create content that resonates with that community. So we work with a rugby club, a premiership rugby club. We work with um, a local city council we work with a local um, uh, NHS trust. We work with an Indian restaurant in Bristol. We work with a, um, a, a property company over in Dublin. There's a whole host of different areas and niches that, that you can create. Um, I think what TikTok has done is it's, it's done two things, really. One is discovery, okay? So the way the app works is all about how do I... But the For You page, when you first land on the app, it doesn't really matter who you follow. What TikTok have done is they've said, I'm going to just analyze so much what you do. I'm going to recommend video that I think you will like. So it is an absolute treasure trove of gold because you've got no idea what is coming next. And you can upload a video with five followers and get a million views. The other day on Endless Pride, we had 25,000 followers at the time, posted a video, got 3.8 million views. Next thing you know, we're on 75,000 followers. Like the way they've built the app is so different. So there is something on there for any, any business, whether that be to be or B2C. It's just a case of nailing your niche. Yeah, that's what I've noticed over the past week or so since I've been on it. So with a franchise marketing show, it's there's a lot of franchise businesses on there. Um, and on my personal one, it's a lot more sport and travel and stuff like that. Um, and I think, yeah, people really do need, need to start thinking about it differently as well. Yeah, I, I think it's just scary. All, all new things are scary, right? And the problem I, I find is look, TikTok have basically built one of the world's best video editing platforms for mobile phone. 
and given it to everyone for free. So what it's done is it's made content creation more accessible. The reason why it blew up during lockdown is because people could just get their phone out, super authentic, speak to the camera, and the editing software was so good. So you didn't need to be an expert at Premiere Pro or Adobe Rush or anything like that. You could use the TikTok app to create content that was relevant, funny, relatable, educational, and the barrier to entry had gone. Now, that's a problem for companies because two things. One, they're so used to having almost this monopoly over content creation and they've got the bigger budget so they can create better content. Well, that doesn't really exist anymore in TikTok. And the second thing is now every single other creator in the world is your competition. Because one minute, you, your video could be, or your For You page may show you Cabby Lame doing that. Or it could be Francis, the TikTok train spotter, with a GoPro on his head, having the best time. And if your video is in between those two, and you're just talking about your product or service and saying, oh, aren't we great? We do this. Everyone's going to be like, nah, nah, nah. So TikTok's made it bizarrely easy to create content, but hard to get cut through because the content now has to be so good and so almost native to the feed that people are scrolling through. So what kind of content should they be concentrating on and creating as well? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, there's, there's quite, a, quite a variety. Um, so you've obviously got your kind of presenter-led one person to camera, maybe like five things you didn't know about this or five things to do in Paris. You can use the green screen filters that are built into to TikTok. So there's kind of that informative then you've got the kind of behind the scenes of how things are working. So if you're a franchise with um, like a packaging and distribution, potentially you can start to show unboxing videos or boxing videos. For me, it's all about personality. It's about showcasing what your brand is actually like. Um, I always recommend Ryanair as a, an account to go and look at. They're just unbelievable at what they do. Um, they kind of were the pioneers of plain face where they used the I'm lost filter to put their eyes and mouth onto inanimate objects. So what they do is they basically made their, one of their aeroplanes into a real life character. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I need to check this out. It's so funny. They've got 1.6 million followers. It's amazing. Um, so it's being creative. It's being really authentic, really true to yourself and just showing what it's actually like. I think this world of kind of fake influencers and fake Instagram and everything looking like it's perfect, we're kind of over that now. We just had two years of living in our own bedrooms, right? People just know how life actually is. And people were not afraid to share that life with people on TikTok. So brands have got to operate in that space and how people are creating content. So find someone who's really good on camera, really engaging, understands the platform, um, and that's a, a, a great starting point. And just go on there and have a look. Like the big thing with obviously TikTok is trends. So jumping on trends, seeing what songs are, are trending, what sounds are trending, what hashtags are trending. You can go and see what other people are producing. And TikTok's basically a copying platform. There was the, the trend this week was um, wheels or doors. And everyone jumped on wheels or doors. Now, you could just get your CEO, your anyone, one of the one of the teams to be just answer that question. It shows you're slightly real. It shows you're human. It shows a bit of personality. And it fits within the platform. It's got nothing to do with what you do as a brand or, or service, but it really works. So 
how do you go about jumping on those trends quickly? How do you how you how do you become aware of them before like they they take off? Um, yes. Yeah, so how how do you notice them? Yeah, good. Before? Good question. So so we have a thing internally called the Meme Factory. Um, so every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m., the whole agency will jump on a call. We will look at what's trending. We will go down each of our clients and be like, how could that work for them? How could that work for them? It's important not to jump on every trend. Um, not every trend will work. It's important to, to just make that known. Um, the other thing to do is, is have a variety of people within your business or, or franchise that actually use TikTok because everyone's for you page is going to be different. Everyone's experience of TikTok is going to be different because it's so personalized based on based on yourself. So we have the thing called trend spotting. So if we see a trend that's got maybe two to three, maybe two to four thousand uses, we will just mark that. If that cuts above the kind of five, six thousand, we'll then jump on it because you want to get at the bottom of the bell curve. If there's a trend with a billion views already, you can join it, but your cut through may be limited. If you can get in early just as the trend goes bang your video is ready to go that's really the the kind of the sweet spot but it's important to have like that variety of people looking at tiktok because everyone will see different trends on their for you page yeah so in terms of posting how lo- how often should people post videos on there good question again i i've never been one to be like you have to post every day or you have to post 10 times a day for me it's all all about quality so i think where people have really stumbled in in their their profiles is when they're trying to force content out because they feel like they have to. Um, it's all about testing as well. So testing different times, different number of posts, like endless mythology. For example, we post every day at five o'clock, Monday to Friday. It's just what we do. We worked, we tested loads of stuff, and that 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 works. Um, the local council that we run, we probably do two to three a week vary the times so and it's never really had a, a a major impact so for me it's not forcing content out it's making sure that the content that you produce is quality and actually of value to your community i think is the most important thing it's interesting that you look so much into the detail and stuff about like time the times of day that stuff is posted yeah i mean the the, the, the rugby club british rugby club that we that we run generally after 7 p.m is the sweet spot you can get all the analytics through tiktok like you can on the other social platforms and that just happens to be the time where most people of our followers are are online um but again the interesting thing with with tiktok because of the way the algorithm works your video may go up on monday at midday and it might get 100 views 200 views 300 views four days later you'll look back and it's on thirty thousand views two months later you might go back and it's on a million views because it's not chronological, TikTok just shows you stuff that it'll think you will like. And if it starts to get a bit of traction, TikTok will be like, okay, this people are liking this video, so it must be good. So the quality must be there. So I'm going to show more people. So yeah, some videos, they just keep growing and growing and growing and growing. So you can obviously jump on trends, but if you're doing more of this kind of proactive content that isn't trend-based, it's just helpful for your community or relevant for your community, like I said, it could be a slow burn and then all of a sudden, bang, just go. So it's, it's yeah, it's an incredible platform. Yeah, that's interesting. So I post a lot of videos on LinkedIn and like with LinkedIn, you post a video on there and then a few days later, you post another video on there and then the first video is totally forgotten about and never gets seen again. So it's nice that TikTok 
is different and it, it's always sort of pushing stuff that people are interested in. I think a lot of people, a lot of brand, a lot of franchise brands that are going to be watching this will be want to use TikTok as a tool for franchise recruitment. So how do they get people off of watching their content on TikTok and onto landing pages and their website and things like that? Yeah, good question. And this is, this is actually TikTok's biggest problem at the moment um, because it's too addictive. Like, you've got no idea what's going next. So the next video may be utter gold. So it's a risk to click away. So it is a big problem that TikTok have got. Um, the big thing in terms of e-commerce, so again, this is predominantly for franchisees. If you're an e-commerce brand or you sell product um, direct to consumer, what you'll find is <clears throat> because China is owned, um, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, in China, they're very much ahead of us in terms of social shopping. So people making purchases directly through social media. And there was a live stream the other day in China by basically Amazon's um, equivalent. They made $3 billion of revenue in 12 hours. And what they've done is they've built in the checkout process within the app. So the big problem of getting people off TikTok onto a landing page, they've kind of solved from an e-commerce perspective. I mean, they've just partnered with Shopify here in the UK. So eventually you will be able to make a purchase directly through TikTok without leaving the app, which is incredible. The other thing you can do is still run ads on TikTok. What we've talked about so far is organic. Um, you can also run targeted ads as like you can do with, with Meta's products, Facebook and Instagram. And that does have more of a conversion focus to it. So you can include links in the adverts and that kind of thing. But just be really careful if you are producing adverts for TikTok, especially if the, you're producing the, the videos that appear in feed. As soon as they look like an ad, people are gone. So you still have to really focus on making that content really fit in with your feed. So it looks really organic, even though it's an advert. And that's where a lot of companies struggle. So it's worthwhile testing paid and advertising to start getting more of that direct response, but really work hard on, on your creative and your video so they don't stick out like an advert. Um, the TikTok ad platform at the moment from a cost per impression perspective is, is really cheap. It's really good value. Um, conversion again still needs a little bit of work but it's definitely worthwhile testing if you wanted to go down that paid advertising route yeah it seems it's interesting it, like there's a lot to unpack there i think um and with franchising it's not like people are going to click on something and then buy it straight away they need to sort of build that relationship first totally but, but also i think what's what's really interesting is like, if you were to ask me how does a, a franchise work i've really got an idea yeah i'm an entrepreneur so i, I should be interested in that. So if you can start feeding me content about how do you get started with a franchise, five things I wish I'd have known when I first started mine, um, benefits of franchising, and start creating content that's really useful, beneficial, helpful, educational, all of a sudden I'm in. Like every time I see your account, I'm like, oh, I'm learning so much here. This is really useful stuff. So it is very much top of the funnel, but that concept of learn on TikTok is actually really, really powerful. Yeah, that's a good one. There's a lot of so opportunity there to show yeah, people sure. how their franchise works, answer frequently asked exactly. questions, and really sort of show like a day in the life and answer oh, so many questions. And I think that's a really good opportunity for, for people on TikTok as well. Um, yeah, there's so much they can do. That's a, uh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all, it's all useful because, again, if you're trying to build a network of 
it could be mums, it could be um, or parents, it could be um, I don't know business owners that are just wanting their next venture. Like I, I can already think of 10, 15, 20 things, pieces of content that would be of interest to me that I just have no idea. So if you're an accountant, for example, it's like here are five tips to save on corporation tax. Here are the big changes coming to national insurance. Like that's really helpful. It's not saying I'm an accountant and I can do this for you. It's content that's genuinely educational, helpful, and all of a sudden I'm opted in, aren't I? If I watch one video, TikTok's going to know that because they've got the data on it. Next time I go onto TikTok, they'll show me more of that video and that more of that brand. So it's a really important to have that content strategy that's informative, educational, as well as entertaining and show that personality. Nice. So um, that's good stuff. Thank you so much for that. What is the best way for people to get in touch with you? I'm sure there's so many people that have got a lot of questions for you and want to find out a bit more about how you can help them. Uh, so website's probably the best. Obviously, you can follow us on TikTok, which is uh, nonsensequad.tiktok. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But um, website um, is nonsensequad.agency. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn as Oliver Hills, a bit more formal on LinkedIn, you see, rather than Ollie. So, um, but yeah, web, website's the best thought emails come through to me. So yeah, look forward to, uh, to hearing from you and, um, seeing where we can help. Yeah, I'm sure loads of people will. And there's so much, so many brands that you've mentioned that I'll be following after this. Amazing. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ollie and Mark for the interview. Um, really interesting. And I think, mm. as I said, kind of before, I think, what Ollie's doing is connecting brands to content creators and, and building following is exactly what lots of brands need, I think, to, to engage with TikTok. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, sort of lining them up with people that are more than willing to, like, that's their job, to create TikTok content is perfect because they that means they, they don't have to get behind the camera, they don't have to do any of that, but they're still getting their traction and following from TikTok. So it's a, such a clever idea. Yeah, and I think some of the things he was saying about how the... The average age of a user is, is obviously increasing all the time. There's bigger audiences of um, more older generations going on to it. Um, the fact there was more searches last year than Google absolutely blew my mind. Um, and I think this is the thing. I think we're moving into a stage with TikTok where it's becoming harder to ignore. Mm. I think lots of brands have ignored it as a platform. Um, but I think we're starting to get to a stage now where all marketers, all brands really need to think about is TikTok a platform that they can engage with? Because... Like we said earlier, the content is changing. And I think if anyone spends a bit of time on there now, the amount of business-related content that I see, which is really good, really valuable um, on TikTok, it, it feels like now everyone needs to be <laughs> working out if they're going to go onto it. Yeah, exactly. And I think, obviously, the way that the algorithm works on your For You page when you first log into TikTok is that if you've been looking at more business-type things, then you're going to be targeted with more business videos. Um, and now that's so up and coming that you're going to have to get, you've got to get on that, <laughs> get on that bandwagon. Otherwise you might get left behind. Well, it, it's so cool, isn't it? And I think that's the thing. I think that's probably what makes TikTok slightly more refreshing at the moment is the fact that the algorithm is, is more to the user mm. rather than the platform. Cause it's trying to drive the content they know you're going to be interested in. And it's a level playing field to an extent for the content creators, because actually, um, like Ollie said, you could have five followers or, a million followers but it's going to be more whether tiktok believe that content's relevant to the user rather than if the user likes the page or in facebook's terms probably paying for you to get that content yeah. across um and that that feels like a really kind of refreshing way for an algorithm to yeah. work on a social engine it is so, it is so clever and that's the one thing i really love about it 
is that when you log on, you you know you're going to see stuff that you like. It's sort of it's figured out the sort of things that you like, the sort of topics you're interested in. Um, so for businesses, that's going to be really important because you want to be on that person's for you page when they're when they're scrolling through. So yeah, absolutely. And I think I think what we've seen at the moment um, with kind of franchise brands using TikTok, and I think Mark said it in the interview that. There's lots of children's activities brands using TikTok. We mentioned Diddy Dance earlier on. It kind of makes sense because their business is fairly aligned with the type of content yeah. that's on TikTok. Um, but there's certainly more bigger brands starting to come across now. As I said earlier on, I noticed that McDonald's and Subway were using influencers for franchise recruitment. And the kind of content they were creating was exactly what Ollie said. It was the kind of five things that you maybe don't know about franchising, for example. Mm. Um, using influencers to, to get to their audience of people, to educate them. And I, I think this is something which franchising in general, we probably don't do enough of. And I think what Ollie said was really, really interesting, that as an entrepreneur, he's got loads of questions he would probably ask about franchising that he doesn't know. And I think something that we get slightly caught up in the sector is we're in a bit of an echo chamber at times we all know franchise and we love it we know all the benefits but we don't get that across to a wider world and i think this is where tiktok because of the size of the reach you can get is a real opportunity yeah it's such a massive opportunity to sort of get your and, and if you're using like trending sounds and things like that you don't necessarily have to like use the trends that go with the sounds but just have them on in the background but then like you said like have five things that you don't know about franchising and it just might somebody the right person just might see it on their on their feed so yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting platform it definitely is and to experiment um starting off mark has created some tiktok accounts yeah um one for the franchise marketing show and another for his own business to try and see um starting from scratch what kind of following um what the reach is like so he's been posting kind of shorts from our shows onto tiktok starting from a brand new account yeah and in this video he is going to share his experience so far in this section of the show i'm going to be talking about uh, my experience with tiktok so knowing this episode was coming up i decided that i would start not just one but two tiktok accounts um so i set up two accounts one for my own business redbook productions so that that includes posting loads of clips of my regular show the video show and also one for this show the franchise marketing show where it's basically the same thing sharing clips and clips from the interviews um of the franchise marketing show um because what i wanted to do was see how um tiktok worked and i didn't want to dive in and sort of make um like videos on tiktok that were sort of following trends or anything like that because i wanted to sort of slowly find out about how that worked and also i feel very uncomfortable with doing any weird dances or uh like just sort of trying to follow these trends i wanted to be myself i wanted to be sort of authentic to what my business was but also authentic to what the franchise marketing show is as well and i spoke to somebody uh james gale um who recommended that i just post clips from um the shows that that I'm producing uh, and that use that as like advice so basically I'm using the same clips that you've probably seen on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook but I'm using them as uh, like shaped uh, portrait si uh, size so that they can go out onto TikTok and it's been interesting it hasn't been a total disaster which has been good I've learned a lot and I'm going to share those lessons with you now so you can sort of hopefully find out how you can use TikTok as well so I set up two accounts 
at Red Book Productions, so you can follow that, and also at Franchise Marketing Show. So please do follow that on TikTok as well. Um, I'll put links in the comments so you can find uh, those right away. Um, so, so far, I've posted um, eight videos on the Franchise Marketing Show TikTok. I've got 26 followers. This has been about three weeks. Uh, 41 likes. Um, the highest viewed video was 1,282. Um, and that was the NFT, what is an NFT um, clip from episode five with Alex Brooke, which talked about the future of websites. You can watch a full episode um, on the Coconut website now. Um, and an average view number of 503. So, no, no real idea what that means, uh, but I'll go into a little bit more detail later. But for context, the Redbook Productions one uh, got 25 followers, 115 likes, which is slightly, yeah, a bit more. Um, but I posted 15 videos, so almost double the amount of videos I've posted on the Redbook Productions one. My highest viewed video was 860, and that was recording audio for remote podcasts. And the average view number was 507, so only four more average. So I'm averaging sort of low 500s per video. But what I think you need to remember is that a view on TikTok is literally appearing in your feed. So it, you can literally see it and then swipe up and get rid of it. That counts as a view. So it feels really good to get these, these high amount of views because I'm not getting those on LinkedIn. I'm not getting those on YouTube, but I'm getting sort of um, good like number of 100 views per each video uh, on TikTok. But what you've got to remember is it doesn't really mean much. I think what you need to be aiming for are likes and comments and people engaging with your content. If that's getting higher, uh, people are following you as well. I think that's really important. So the difference between how I posted these videos with the, with the Franchise Marketing Show, I kind of posted semi-regularly a couple of times a week, and I only posted one video at a time. So um, obviously I got a lower amount of likes for that, but I got a higher, slight, very slightly higher amount of followers. Um, and then um, with the Redbook Productions one, sometimes I posted on the same day as the Franchise Marketing Show, because I was on TikTok anyway, um, but I posted sometimes two or three videos at a time. Um, and this didn't really affect the view numbers on the videos that much, but it did um, affect the likes. So I also got double the amount of likes, well, maybe three times the amount of likes. Um, yeah, over double the amount of likes um, on the videos. So I think what uh, I've learned from that is I need to post regularly. I need to post often. Um, I probably won't keep posting multiple videos at a time. It was just useful. And also the use of hashtags is very important as well. So for the franchise marketing show, there was a lot of franchise-based ones. Uh, and for the video show, the Redbook Productions one, it was a lot more business, video, podcast, um, that kind of stuff as well. And what is important to, 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 to note is that um, there is an audience for these people on TikTok because I've noticed that the, the videos I'm seeing um, on TikTok are very similar to the ones I'm posting. So um, I'm seeing like businessy stuff. I'm seeing a lot of franchises on there, which is really, really good. It's a lot of children's activities franchises, but they're getting a lot of um, a lot of traction on there, I think. Um, and then also, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to continue posting these clips on there. But I also wish, uh, I think I might look into like where the trends are. Like after looking at the Ollie interview there, we've just seen. I think that it will be interesting to see like if we start doing videos just for TikTok, like just looking at those trends and creating videos around that. So stay tuned, follow me on TikTok, and then if you've got any questions, feel free to comment below and I'll respond personally to those questions. Um, 
and I think that's really interesting. So it'd be interesting to see what Adam and Laura have got to say in the studio as well. Um, they're going to respond to this video right now. So back to the studio, and uh, I'll see you soon. Goodbye. So some really interesting findings, I think, so far from the experiment. I mean, the one thing from TikTok clearly is that from a standing start in a brand new account, the reach is far higher than you're going to get yep. on any other platform. I mean, I, I dread to think if you kind of opened a Facebook page now and <laughs> posted a couple of videos, uh, the yeah. reach would be zero. Wouldn't yeah. it? it would take months and months to get to that kind yeah. of level if you ever got there at all. So clearly the reach is there. I, I think probably the limiting factor, like Mark kind of mentioned, but also Ollie mentioned in the interview, is that, getting people from TikTok elsewhere mm. is really difficult. I mean, you use TikTok a lot. And yeah. do you find yourself leaving TikTok? I to get honestly can't remember the last time I clicked a link on a video or went off of TikTok because I saw something on there and I wanted to look at it. Oh, I, I honestly don't remember when I, I th if, I, if, if I've ever done that, actually. Yeah, so um, it's still very much a brand-building-type mm. platform, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Getting a reach, building a brand, building a personality, mm. um, whether it's a kind of transactional... Uh, platform at the moment possibly not but yeah i think it's probably easier for like e-commerce type brands to do that because you've got you can do a video of the pro of whatever product and then you've got the little link underneath like shop now or whatever but when it's sort of find out more or click here to learn more i think that's it's going to take a t time to sort of get to that stage where you do that automatically but then i don't know whether it will whether that's what tiktok's meant for i don't know if they'll ever sort of go down that route of the um of letting you sort of go well of wanting to as a user to click on the links and go go off yeah probably i mean prob probably if you pay for it <laughs> i think mm -hmm. like like a lot of the platforms they you know within the ads you can obviously put links in um tiktok probably want people to stay on tiktok yeah. as long as possible but i think i think that's fine i think it what what it is is a platform at the moment that allows you to build big reach um, it's going to show your content from day one to uh, if the content's good it's going to show the content from day one to people that they believe want to see that type of content we you can see that from the algorithm um, and that's the opportunity for brands isn't it? it from day one you can have a thousand people that tiktok believe have an interest in that content mm. viewing the content and i don't think there's any other platform that provides that type of reach no, and it might not be that you go directly from TikTok anyway. It might be that you're in the market for something or you want to start a business in a certain area and you remember, oh, I've heard that TikTok account. I'm sure they do something like that. And then like Googling or whatever. So it might not be directly from TikTok, but like you say, it's brand awareness. So if they know about you, they know what you're about, they know the type of branding that you that you have and what you're doing on TikTok, then they're more likely to maybe search for your brand. Absolutely. And I think it is time for franchise brands to look how they can use it more. I think undoubtedly we're moving into a stage where um, people will start recruiting from, or certainly making people aware of franchising and their brand through TikTok. Mm. Um, for many brands, TikTok will be hyper relevant for their core marketing as well. Um, so we're definitely moving into a stage where I think brands need to consider it more so than they're doing at the moment. Yeah. And I think if there are any brands out there that are looking to do that, definitely have a chat with Ollie because I think if you feel the barriers creating the content, Ollie's created the best yeah, possible kind of idea. service to get mm. over that element as well. And we're certainly going to keep experimenting with TikTok. Um, yeah. Mark's going to do loads of great little dances and stuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where we can take it because I'm pretty convinced that it's something that we need to do more of ourselves Definitely. as well. So. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, thank you, Laura, and uh, thank you for everyone that has watched the show. Thank you to Ollie for an amazing interview and for Mark for producing. Remember, you can watch this show on the website coconut.marketing and catch up um, on all episodes on the podcast as well, which is available on Apple and Spotify. And we'll be back next month with our next episode.